0: to the Eagle Eye Podcast, the number one show to bring you all
1: things Club America and English. Oh, what a strike, Club America! Your hosts for today are Ivan Pineda, Cristian Rosendo, Alexis Juarez, and
0: everyone's favorite cowboy, Dylan Jimenez. Goal. Now let's hit the field and
1: start the show. America! Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of the Eagle Eye Podcast. Today we're going to be recapping all things Las Aguilas de América. We're going to look back into what was the most concacaf cafe game that America has had in quite some time. And then we're going to be recapping kind of the dull and nil uh, result that was the America versus Uso Azul game, the Clásico Joven, that 1-1 draw at the Tech, And then we're going to look forward into the game on Sunday against Toluca as we near the end of the regular season for Liga MX. And to help me talk all things, América, as always, my co-host, it is none other than Brooklyn's very own, it is young Arnie himself. AJ, my man, how are you?
2: Um, doing good thank you uh had some video taco tuesday so it's great that i had this before going on to the podcast and um yeah aerobic training as always gain the gains trying to look like henry marketing out here
1: Definitely. One one small mass at a time. I like it, AJ. I like it. And uh, joining us today is, again, someone you guys know very well. You guys recognize him already. And someone who maybe is already going to be replacing Christian on the podcast very soon, as he seems to be not coming on lately. It is uh, none other than the one, the only, Brian Carnicero. Brian, how are you?
0: Doing good, doing good. Ready to talk some America.
1: Ready to talk some America, ready to talk some CONCACAF. calf. Yeah, um true. yeah, I mean we've uh, we, we live in quite uh, in, in quite quite the day and age when it comes to soccer, you know? I, I mean it's just uh I, I, off the bat right here, Chris Rivera saying no to Ivan Super League. I mean, <laughs> 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 and uh, I, that, that just goes to show you the, the the times we live in I mean obviously the world's been taken storm By the Super League And uh, Angel, I know we jumped on Sunday And we talked about what this could mean For a possible league MX MLS merger um, It's been all, all topsy-turvy But I think it's going to be nice to finally Just kind of focus on America Focus on the club Focus on what went right on Saturday Focus on what went wrong on Wednesday And look forward into what's coming up on uh, Sunday as well, as we have a very important matchup against Toluca But let's start off on Wednesday's matchup, gentlemen. Let's talk about this Concacaf result that uh, I mean, it, it, on paper looks embarrassing, but once you look at what happened actually on the pitch, even more embarrassing. Not just for the club, but more so for the region that we live in, because you think that in 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 a professional in a Champions League quote unquote Champions League game to get the refereeing that we got and for the opponent to come at you the way that they did, I mean, really, how can you even sum this up, Brian? How how would you sum up this game to someone who probably didn't even watch it and just kind of wants a recap of what we're talking about? Um, I would say what happened
0: in the game is officiating that you'll probably see nowhere else uh, in the world because what happened there was a travesty. And I know people hate America. They think it's hilarious, but you know, when you're trying to have a fair and balanced game, it was anything but that. And yeah, in this day and age, you, the region has to do better because that doesn't make other teams better by, yeah, go ahead and brutalize you know, the opponents how much you want. But, you know, America got away with what they needed, but um, it was not an enjoyable game. And the officiating was abysmal
1: the whole the whole game. That's to say the least. That's literally literally to say the least. And uh, we have already here Jacob saying, Rompieron a Chucho Lopez and uh, Christopher Randy saying, we need AJ to rant about this because that's his boy. (laughs) I'll definitely give AJ the chance to talk about that. But, um, I mean, overall thoughts on all of this, AJ. I mean, you know, with Brian, what he was saying, that, you know, it's a joke of an officiating. Uh, You know, the, the opposition came in with one objective, one objective only, right? And that was to disrupt our game in whatever way uh they, they they deemed uh reasonable and so i mean just kind of overall thoughts on you know kind of not just the opposition but kind of how this game ends up unfolding for America.
2: Pain, suffering, agony, PSA. Mm-hmm. It was just really difficult just to watch this game. Not just because of the result, but just as we mentioned the officiating. You will see it in no other country in no other tournament but Concap because it's ridiculous to how they've allowed the referee from the first leg because this man was talking so much to the Olympia players trying to tell them, calm down. But when it's America, I'm taking the car immediately. And then the players are like, okay. And the second leg, absolutely disgusting. There was murder being created on that pitch. And the referee thought it's a great idea. I'll give him a yellow. It's a warning. What warning? I think like what in like early 15 minutes on, Sebastián Cuervo got stepped on the back, which I'm like, that's a red, but, you know, because we don't have VAR, I don't know how. Got away with it, the tackles. And for Trujillo, Lopez, don't get me started. I feel like that's maybe for later on the podcast, but it's just ridiculous to see how a team from from Honduras just has to play like that. We know how they play, very aggressive. And just the way and how they play Too aggressive to the point. There definitely should have been consequences in this match towards the club and the players itself. And nothing was done. To the point that America themselves had to write a letter essentially saying, we want them to be punished after what they did at Chucho. And I think they've still done nothing yet. So all in all, this match, disgusting.
1: Yeah, no, and I I think it it brings up this It says, you know, Jerry Sanchez going with atrocious Albitraje, why isn't VAR in this competition? And I think it leads us to all have that same question, right? Especially after the big uh, fiasco of what was LAFC versus America, Brian You know, to jump back just a couple months ago A lot of people were asking even then Why wasn't VAR kind of implemented after a game like that? Where you had all the elements of like Yeah, VAR should definitely be in such a high kind of caliber matchup like this this one and in a competition that you state to be your Champions League, it's a little bit of, of, of a joke. It's it's a bit of a laughing stock. Like, I, you know, it's it's just like you, you aim to be like these big European sides where you want to say you want to call your competition the Champions League of your region, and yet you're not inputting everything that you can to make sure that it's a fair and just game. It it it, it brings to question what is Concacaf's real
0: objective here. No, I agree. Like in this day and age, using modern technology should be, you know, standard. Um, and you know, like we were saying, like to step, like, it's one thing to kind of like trip over a player, but just blatantly step on one. I don't know how that you can get, away, you can even get away with that in other sports. You know what I mean? Yeah, like no. like in, in, it's like we're saying, it's like, this is supposed to be the, the prestige of club competition in the region you look at you know all over the world you know, you want to show your best and this was anything but the best it was a lot of guesswork by the officials and missing really really dangerous play and we saw a dangerous play a player broke his leg and it was really ugly and that's what happens when you let players go on 60 70 minutes with warnings it's like yeah. Hey, man, you gotta send people off if it's if it's getting out of hand. Like it's just, you know. So it's like you want to see VAR, you want to see the updated te- technology, um, because they could have been down to nine men at at one point in that game before the broken yeah. leg. You yeah. Know? Yeah.
1: No. Yeah, yeah. Seriously. And I think it, it's. It's difficult to kind of really look and, and and be as objective with this matchup in regards to what the game was played at. Because sometimes you, you even question, was was there a game to be played at the moment? Because it felt like America was just like, all right, we're going to try to play our football. And Olympia was like, all right, we're going to stop you at any cause. And at yes. any cause necessary, right? You saw yeah. the step, you saw the hits, you saw the broken... Um, AJ, you can correct me exactly what it is that uh Chucho Lopez got broken, but you know, broken you ankle. You had that broken ankle injury right there. So it was just like that was their that was their plan, you know, at all cost. Stop them, disrupt them. And unfortunately, it worked. You saw what happened to America. Um they, they, I mean, yes, granted, I think America could have done a little bit better on the pitch. But I think what we were talking, Brian, before we came on air, I think as a player, mentally, you, you look at what, you, what, what your other teammates are enduring and you're seeing that the referee is not really backing you up. You're just kind of like, well, why am I going to put in my all if I'm just going to end up like on the ground and nothing's going to happen? And so I think that that does play a mental aspect to the game, and maybe that's why we didn't see the best America set out there. Because granted, talent wise, we had more than enough to make sure that this game didn't even get close to a to a defeat. Um, but I think it was the constant kind of uphill battle for America to try to get rid of that kind of negligence in the back of their head, saying, "Okay, I, I'm, I, I need to get and make this happen." But if I'm going to get constantly hurt, why am I going to put myself in that situation? Um, and I'm sure it must have been a difficult thing for Solari to ask as well because, you know, no manager wants to go out there and, and, and see their team get hit and hurt without having kind of, you know, some safety net. And if you know that the referees aren't providing it, then, you know, how can you go out there and tell your boys, like, hey, you know, we need to go out there and get the win at all costs. So it it, it was a difficult one. It was a tricky one. But I think at the end of the day, America gets to hold on, rightfully so. Um but do you think that there, there could have been done something better in regards to our football aspect, Brian? Do you think America could have done something better?
0: No, I think he sent out a really talented squad and the, the, the chem- chemistry is there, but it's very much like you said, um, when there's a disruption in, in, in you know, officiating. And I, I also want to say, if there's an America, America player that goes out and elbows somebody, he needs to be you know, punished also. This isn't just a one-sided thing. But it's like very, very on-the-line tackles over and over and over again. I think they were just kind of like, uh, we got what we needed. Just get me, me out of here. That, that's, yeah. that's the feeling you get out of a game like that. That's not how it should be. Like we said, the, the, the prestige of club competition in the region. And f- for teams you know, that, that are trying to beat these Mexican teams, you, you, they should do more than that you got to go toe-to-toe, and it's not just a physical play. And that that shouldn't be rewarded. I mean, if you trust your talent, you got to go head-to-head with, with the Mexican clubs and the MLS clubs that are, you know, that are in, in, you know, playing well. So it's like you're rewarding something that's not even consistent in the rest of the game. That's, that's, that was, you know, So but, but in terms of America, I wouldn't have changed anything. It's just the mental game, it's like they didn't want to be there once things got really out of hand.
1: Yeah, no, and, and, I, and I think you, you just saw it kind of all over the pitch, yeah, manifest that to to every player, from the goalkeeper all the way to the forward. Like, every player has, has something in their head of, like, this this just, like you just mentioned, you know, we have what we need. Let's just kind of bear with it and, and, and let's get out of here once, once the final whistle goes. And, um, I mean, it's quite unfortunate that we have to advance in the way that we do, right, because we are Club America and, and there's always kind of this... Um, demand for 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 us to win every single game to to score as much goals as we can, and I know that everyone was, and it didn't help that you know our opponent was the following couple of days was going to be Cruz and, Suda, and they wiped the floor out with their opponent, right? But if you look at those two games, they're two completely games, at least in regards to the rival. You know, I I didn't think that Cruz and Suda players were being hunted down for, yeah. so I. It, it's it's a different spectrum i know i get it and 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 sometimes comparing you know apples to oranges here but i think that you know it is frustrating that america advances the way that they did but at the end of the day i mean you gotta give props and merits to the team for getting the job done in um in honduras and then coming back home to uh uh to the star second and and, then you know and in during the, the storm that was all these kind of hits and, and, and elbows from, from Olympias. But I mean if you had to give it a great AJ, what would you give America in, in, in this round of sixteen? C minus. C minus. Okay.
0: Brian uh I would say a B minus just because the road game was they were pretty dominant. And again uh, the, the 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 home team scoring Looked a bit offside, so it's like probably should have been two 0 but whatever. They got the two one. Um, the only reason why I say that, and also I wanted to kind of put in something what you said. You know, there, there's this debate of you know, well, Mexican teams are in form, but look at look at this schedule: three games in like a lot of these times, eight days, and you got a big time rival coming up on Saturday. It's like you have to. It's more than just form, you know. And then like like we were saying with with the the opponents, it's like I'm not going to criticize this game, this, the the one 0 loss, so much because of how the game went. Because if you go over to Portland and you beat them in in, in a confident, you know, manner, I'm not going to I don't I'm not going to look back at that game at all. You know, getting getting you know, away with you know, the the road goals and in such a crazy game, I'm not going to look back on it. You know, especially in this time of year where you've got all these important games in league also.
1: Yeah, you're right, and, and 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 we did mention it, AJ. This was going to be the crunch time for America once CONCACAF uh, champions kind of rolled around, uh, and and we're seeing that. We're seeing that play out. We've seen you know a span of let's see, we played OlympiA on Wednesday, then we had to go up against Tigres, the then we had to play OlympiA again, then Cruzul, all in the span of like two weeks. But that's not enough rest because they're they're high intensity games. We you know game after game after game. Um, and we maybe saw a little bit of that on Saturday, and we'll talk a little bit about that when we recap uh, the, the Zoom game. But uh, Chris saying, uh, how do you play better when you're just getting hit all game long? It's tough, man. It's hard to critique America in this game. Uh, yeah. Kind of going with what you were saying, Brian, definitely. Um, uh Jerry's saying ankle sprains hurt like hell. I can't even imagine how a broken ankle with a bone sticking up feels yeah. like. And I think you're onto something, Jerry. Yeah. I mean, you saw it. I mean the discomfort on Chucho was immense I mean, man I was almost in tears, you know. So I mean it's a haunting injury, and in, in in any <laughs> that is the number one haunting injury that
0: messes up teams. If you see a player go like there's head injuries, there's arm injuries, but that type of injury where you're just like the, the player is just.
2: It just, messes, it just messes with them mentally because, like you mentioned, it feels like it was like an endurance around that entire thing. It felt like Rocky in that first week taking all those hits. But in this case, I make doing none of the hits back at their opponents. They just right. are saying, How long can we truly endure this before some serious like that's going to happen? And then, result the Chucho Lopez. And yep. Korea, I think at that point, every Amaker was like, I don't want to go on a one on one or try <laughs> to fly past like a bunch of defenders because they were going to just get taken out. They like the Naveda. Um, tackle for example. When he was about to break through, he just got slide tackle immediately. Thankfully, he was fine at the end. But that just showed like the guys are just like, I could have seriously almost gotten injured just that way, and it's yeah. scary.
1: Yeah, yeah, definitely.
2: And also, I mean, it's, it's
1: not that we like to condone violence here by by any means necessary, but um, I like I'd like the heart of of Nevada going in for some of the the, the challenges that he did, saying, you know what, I'm not backing down. Um. Shows that he's still very raw and then that he still needs to kind of, you know, have a little bit more experience. But uh, the fact that he was playing with passion and heart and saying, you know what, I'm not going to let my team get bullied around. Also, um, you know, said something, you know, definitely did say something.
0: that was in the back of my mind, too. It's like, at what point do players get so unbelievably upset with what they're seeing that they lash out? But they pretty much were composed. But like we saw, Roger had one kind of late tackle yellow right away. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I mean, I guess that's why they held back because they just wanted that game over.
1: Yeah, definitely, and I think I think they knew that you know if if they were the ones to lose their head, then they could have potentially lost their their place into the next round. So yeah, which is yeah exactly. Which I think they've learned a lot from that LAFC match. If 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 we're being if we're being honest, haunting, haunting, you know? haunting, definitely. Yeah, I mean. God it is you gotta learn how to pass to your own team," <laughs> <laughs> and she still doesn't learn. The best player, like not even
0: just some like oh some random God. player, just to the best yeah.
2: <laughs> we let we let Vela score at the same place at the exact area twice in the span of a minute, and I'm just like bling my eyes, I'm like, what just happened? I, I thought the score was just one one was a replay, but no, that was the second goal, and I'm just like, dear God.
0: Well, I, I know their fans are are were enjoying the uh tackles on America. So oh. you know, oh, yeah. maybe maybe there'll be another game where we can meet again and I would really, really enjoy being there in person. So.
1: Yeah oh yeah. Trust me, I'm sure I'm sure we'll get that. Uh Chris A. Nevada, N- Naveda excuse me reminds me of a lot of Herman Villa and yes. That was a very good callback right there. He definitely did. Um, but yeah I mean overall America advances to the next round We know our opponent now It's going to be Portland Timbers That's going to be next week uh, We're going to be reca- Previewing that game as well To make sure you guys tune in next week We'll be previewing The game of uh, The Octavos the, de Finale Always remember uh, Quarterfinals There you go Sometimes mm-hmm. it's hard to Distinguish Spanish from English in my head Um <laughs> But yeah, it's it's an interesting rival. I will say, probably one of the best MLS sides in 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 the past couple of years. And uh, I mean, we'll have to wait to see. I'll definitely be keeping an eye on them this weekend to see how they're doing. I mean, you know, their whole MLS season's back, and I think they're going to be coming in itching with some form. And a former player will be coming to play against us, or we'll be going to see him first because we're going over mm-hmm. to Portland in uh, Christian Parades, right?
2: Yep. Uh huh. We. Go. Yep.
1: I remember his name. There you go. Um, But we'll be going up against him. I mean, Portland fans say that he's been doing good ever since his arrival. I mean, it just goes to show sometimes if you can't make it with America, then I guess any other team is a lot easier. So, uh, But there there you guys have it. And then, um, like I said, we'll have you guys covered with all of that. So make sure you guys follow us over on the UI podcast at uh, Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Keep you guys up to date with all things Las Aguilas de la América and Conca Champions League. All right, gentlemen, moving on from Wednesday's match on to Saturday's, it's the game that we all talked about and we all hyped up. We said, forget your buy-ins and your PSG matches, Tune in to America versus Cruz because this is the game of the decade. Um, and yet again, we seem to be liars, AJ, on this podcast because whenever we hype up a game, it always seems to turn out on the opposite spectrum of what we say. So instead of getting this kind of thriller matchup where we got this like three, three, two, two to three match or like just an abundance of goals. We got two that potentially shouldn't even counted, So we should have ended up with a nil-nil draw. Um, so kind of just overall feelings of how that game went. And maybe we'll dive into a little bit afterwards, the tactics uh, inside of it, because I think it was a very interesting game in regards to that aspect. But you called it, AJ, a little bit of a snooze
2: Uh Yeah, I just felt like all of these teams just respected each other. I just felt like they acted like this was a game that was not the extinct, because when you think about it as well, they're pretty much separate from the rest of the league at this point. No one's going to reach them. Crystal could have got could have gotten another victory and make history by breaking Leon's record for the most months consecutively. Or so I can break the record for uh, having the most points in uh, an America manager, which I think he did. He surpassed Piojo. All in all, I just wish there was going to be more excitement in this back to saying it's a classical home. Two of the best in four teams right now in the Liga of the You get to see the best of the best Clash out each other that Saturday night, and what we got at the very end, like you mentioned, uh, was a snooze fest. Just one, one goals that I feel like shouldn't happen. That turned into penalties, but on up, we just expected more from these two teams, especially with the um rushes that they put out on the field.
1: No, yeah. No, yeah, definitely, and then you know I I think that we we talked about it with our guest Oscar, and I think he he put it perfectly. He said, "Wouldn't uh, you know?" He said he he wouldn't be surprised if both teams kind of uh, you know don't play play out for these points that they don't. You know, no one wants to lose anything, so he could definitely see a draw. I mean, Brian, I don't know what what was your take on this game? I you know I think everyone was overselling that, even the tabloids in Mexico. But we already know how they are over there. Uh, You know, calling this game to be the the game to watch. Turned out to be that maybe it wasn't exactly that. Yeah. Well, you have,
0: you know, Cruz Azul, who was in a really good form, who were firing it on cylinders, came off the Conca champions, blowing the other team out of the water. You got America, who's starting to find their presence. So it it, it, on paper added up like this is going to be, you know, like a clash of a Titans moment. But I think it goes back to, you know, the amount of games these teams have been playing, their standings. You know, it, that's the feel of the game where it was a little bit like a step, step slow. Um, and like you said, like even the, even what was scored didn't even feel correct, you know. Um, so, I, I mean, I, I kind of, I, was, I wanted, you know, one of those two, two back and forth games, but I, I kind of expected more of a tame game um, in the back of my head. And that's kind of what we got, unfortunately no
1: yeah definitely definitely aj we were all expecting the hbo premiere of godzilla versus king kong but what we actually got was the swap me version of this movie because it didn't leave up to the hype of it whatsoever um i mean w- what did you think america did wrong in this game if if and then we'll talk about what they did right because i think there's some pretty good things to highlight here
2: i think it's just some of the chances that they had it just felt like they weren't being smart about it. there was moments in time where i feel like america should have had a chance if they just took a tiny bit of time to think about, should I pass this? Should I cross or should I shoot? It would have been perfect. Like, Mario Lightness, I don't understand how he did not pass that ball out to Vias which could have given us the second goal. And potentially the game-winning goal of the match, but instead, he just let that ball fly completely out. And you could hear even the players, I don't even know who it was, or maybe it was Venus just yelling out loud. And Lightness was just like having his hands over his head. I don't know if he was thinking how I missed or he's like, why did I not pass that? Like what was I thinking? Just it was ridiculous. And the penalty just I don't know, man. I don't know how that was a penalty, but whatever. But just all in all, just America definitely could have taken the game to Cruz Azul because if not mistaken, that first half, they were the ones that were hungry. They looked superior. But then that second half, they just turned off complete, which I'm afraid to say again it's a tale of two halves kind of situation for America. We definitely don't want to be reliving that like he did a lot last season with Piojo.
1: No, oh, yeah, I agree with you. And Chris saying, we got the one, two, three movies version of this game, <laughs> which I think is definitely true. Um, and it's funny enough, right? Maro Lennon came into this game kind of being hailed for his, his, his good work in the past couple of games. I think, especially against Stignes, he did a very good job. Um, And you know he's starting to come into this, and and maybe cementing himself as the left winger that América needs under Solari. Um, And then for him to kind of come into this game and do what he did, I think was a little bit of a, you know, disheartening moment. But I wasn't surprised that he took the chance because if you guys go, and I'll take you back all the way to his first game in America, Jersey against San Luis, uh, he went on a wild run and even finished the chance off that eventually led to his first goal in America, Jersey. So uh, I wasn't, I wasn't surprised that he had kind of that confidence in himself to finish the chance. Um, But it just goes to show that sometimes maybe you need to be a little bit more calm, cool, and collected in front of goal. Uh, and he's definitely lacking that. So, like you said, AJ, definitely a really good opportunity to pass to Vines. Doesn't do so. Uh, and because of that, I think just minutes later, I think Cruz Azul gets a chance and, and and you know, gets the penalty. Uh, which, again, AJ, I don't know if, you know. And the rules are, I, I've seen people say yes, and then I've seen people on Twitter argue why it is. I've seen people on twitter argue why it's not and they have everyone everyone has a different graphic as to why it is why it isn't it it completely amazes me um but it's just it seems like we were just left with a bitter taste at the end of the day um what did what did you think america like brian
0: um yeah just kind of like the that that finishing that like last touch finish like sharpness overall um Kind of like I said, like it just felt a step back. Everything, everything just felt a little bit of a step back. Uh, they did good, some some things good, but just I don't know. It, it just felt like a team was just not one hundred percent into it um, the way that we're, we've been used to seeing them the, the past few the, you know past few weeks.
1: Definitely. Now, let's talk a little bit more about what America did, right? Because I think that there was a lot of stuff that America did, right? Because you don't just keep off uh, a Cruz Azul firing her all- on all cylinders almost to, you know, at bay if it wasn't for that penalty. Uh, Luis coming out and saying, I'm Team Vines all the way, but he- but he's running out of opportunities. Sad, crying emoji face. But uh, I'll say one thing, Luis. I think Vinias did actually well in this game. I think he did his job, you know, Rightfully so. I I don't think he actually had the chances. I don't think he was having much uh much of the balls being sent his way. Um, I don't think it's you know knocking it on him. I just think that, you know, you got to get married to Cruz Azul as well. I don't think you know they just you know they were just gonna let us be as we always are. I think they sat back and and they defended as well as they could. Obviously, they didn't have their star center back either. Uh, but I think they 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 did well with what they had at the back. Um. But rightfully so, I think we, you know, when, how often did you hear uh, Cabecita's name being called out during this game, right? So I think Solari did a very good job at keeping the lines tight, you know, keeping your formation well-placed uh, well, well placed and not having to players kind of veer off positions as, as sometimes we tend to do. Um, and we were very organized. I think that this is one of the most organized games that I've seen America play, especially in the back line. Um, I don't remember... Luis Fuentes doing so many overlapping runs. Um, George Sanchez th- does have a little bit more freedom every time he goes forward, but I just think because he does have the pace to get back. Um, but I think as far as the formation went and and how, you know, tight we, we wanted to keep the midfield, I think Solari will co- be comfortable with that because I, you even saw Fidalgo com- uh, kind of, you know, be more committed to the defensive aspect of it than actually being that creative play that we know he can be. So. Uh, i mean i don't I don't know Brian what do you think what do you think America did very well in this game? no, I think you're right. I mean, there was a
0: there was organization that's why you know they were able to handle themselves against a team that's with so much firepower um, individually there there were there were you know great plays, and like i like i i I think I even tweeted fidalgo uh, his change of pace and direction he's been getting better and better and better, and I've been really enjoying seeing that, but he's also playing smarter. Um, and like you said, like it just, it, it showed on that game. Um, but yeah, just especially defensively against a team that is really, you know, pretty scary up front. Um, they, they held their own and um, it was, you know, a, su- a success on, 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 that front.
1: Definitely. AJ, anything to add on to that?
2: I think Brian um, hit, the, hit the nail on the often pretty well.
1: No yeah I I think so right I think a lot of people did praise that um I think you know you have to go back and rewatch it but I think that I don't know if there was a clear favorite at the end of 90 minutes um but I will say this I think that both teams uh, respectively coming off uh you know a midweek game I'm not you know Cruz Azul, I think had less less of their starters in that one than America did um but I think for what America's sake you know we had we had one less game to rest especially after everyone was battered and bruised yeah, uh, really. from Olympia, uh, yeah. to be able to come back and, 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 you know, look very good against Cruz Azul the way that we did. Cause I know a lot of people were a little bit worried, like, you know, Cruz just came off winning eight zero and we couldn't even beat our CONCACAF rival uh, at home. What is this going to paint for us on Saturday? Um, I, I think, like you mentioned, AJ, one, one or two different passes or one or two different chances uh, that, that, that we take. And this game's a completely different story. Um, but I don't think that this is anything to kind of worry about. I think we, you know, they're, they're, they're the two juggernauts of League of Lee and Maggies at the moment. Um, and, you know, with a lot of respect, and, and literally, no one's going to take second place away from us. Like, that is ours. No one's going to come in and take it at all. So we finish in second place. I don't think that's going to be anything to worry about either. But I think in the back of the head, uh, in the back of our heads, we know that if this Atlas game didn't happen, we know who would be sitting at the top of the table right now. And so I think that the players have that mentally in them, saying that look, we, we we take pride into what we we've done this whole season. And even though what happened on the table happened on the table, we know that you know what we have done on the pitch has reflected um, on, on, on what we continue to do week in and week out. And so we'll, we'll see what happens. So obviously, two big games coming up. We have to at, and then we have the Classico Capitoline to close things off. That's going to be an interesting one. But, I mean, what, what would you give this game, Brian, if you had to grade it?
0: Um, maybe like a C+, plus just because, just the, not, not necessarily, you know, some aspects of the game, I think more just mentally. Like, the mental game and the intensity wasn't quite there. Um, and then just the the different balance of the organization in the back and, you know, just not just not being as, you know, efficient up front.
2: Yeah, yeah. AJ? Um, I'd give this a C.
1: Give this a C. I agree with you because I think this is a very much C game from America. But, again, look, I, I have no – it wouldn't be surprising if we saw an America Cruises with final again, you know? Possible. And and that's that's gonna be a whole different story, you know? I think that's when America's gonna, you know, unleash a little bit more. And and we'll we'll talk about that because it looks like you know Ligia and, and if we get past Portland, it's just gonna be mounting on top of that, you know, Ligia Conquer Caf Champions League. Ligia-Conca. I mean, how is that gonna look like? I don't know, but you yeah. know, we'll have to we'll, we'll have to wait and see. But I mean that's 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 the reality of it, right? I mean, you wanna be the best and you wanna play in, in, in all these competitions, you gotta bear with it. you gotta bear with it um but yeah we'll have to wait and see uh actually chris is saying uh we we get our bye week after the pumas game interesting forgot about that much needed (laughs) yeah yeah very much needed um I'm trying to read more of the comments here, seeing what you guys are saying. But overall, it looks like everyone's kind of on the same picture on this one. And a lot of people are asking for Roger to leave. And then we buy someone from Boca Juniors. I don't think they would ever go for that deal. I think he's too expensive and America's not willing to splash the cash like that right now. Um, but yeah, overall, America at one point, nothing, nothing really too crazy to 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 kind of talk about. I think the game was... You know, a bit of a snooze fest for neutrals. Uh, but from a fan perspective, I think that you learn a lot from your team in this one. Um, and interesting not to see Bruno Valdez in this game. I thought that, you know, he was getting back into rhythm and things. But I think Solari didn't want to risk him knowing that this game could be a little bit more high intensity, especially with a striker like Cabezita. Um And I think Casares did very well. You know, this is a kid that's been under kind of scrutiny for a couple of his mistakes, but he's been looking good. Uh Ever since his return back to the start of 11, all right, gentlemen, uh, let's move on into the next segment here. But before we do, I do want to remind everyone that today's episode is brought to you by Foot Cult. And if you guys haven't done so already, make sure you guys go to footcult.com, they got some amazing products. You guys can get that training top that uh, uh AJ and I are wearing, the Eagle Eye Podcast one, or you can get the polo that Brian is wearing, the Eagles from Mars Polo. Look at that beauty of a polo shirt. You guys can take that to the office. You guys can take that anywhere that you guys want, and everyone's gonna be complimenting you guys. I promise you that, guaranteed. Um, But you guys, if don't take our word for it, you guys can go check out the site. They got some amazing stuff, and you guys just dropped um, some shorts that just, my goodness. You know, I, I, I don't know if the pre-sale uh, link is up there just yet, but you guys just dropped some shorts that are just looking completely fire. Um, and before that, I know you guys just closed your pre-sale for those, I mean, those nine, those Jorge Campos shorts. I mean, come on. Who'd, People lo- love them. People. My love them. goodness. I'm like, come on. AJ, yeah. you copped yours. You, know I, you ca- know, I copped
2: mine as soon as I saw them. Like, I need them. Besides, I'm kind of shortage on shorts. No pun intended. So I'm like,
1: I need <laughs> those immediately. Yeah. Definitely, definitely. So you guys can check out the site and, and they have some amazing stuff for you guys. And you guys can use the discount code EEP at checkout to get 10% off Ten percent off again. That is discount code EEP at checkout to get 10% off. And again, uh, some amazing stuff coming your guys' way in regards to foot footcalls. So make sure you guys uh, follow them on Instagram and Twitter as well. So they're, uh, they're changing the game. And we, and we love the fact that we're, changing, uh, that we're being there whilst they are doing it. Um, Chris saying, Ivan needs, needs <laughs> makes so, and a chore of shorts. Yes, definitely. Be, I don't know what patient. that would look just, like. Just be patient. <laughs> just be patient. Yes. Be patient, my friends. Be patient. Um, all right. Then let's talk a little bit about Coapa news. AJ, do you have any updates for us? I know that uh, Benedetti is back uh, with the side. Is Cordova going to be ready for us? Um, or any updates in general
2: i mean to start with it would start off with injuries i'm pretty sure Henry Bart i think he wasn't even featured against Su. so i think i'm still questioning what the injury even is i think they never actually disclosed it when he was with, with the mexico national they just say he was sat out why i have no clue on the other hand i think he if i'm not mistaken he is straight individually is um but i feel like he should probably get we should probably see him back against the Luca and we'll see him most definitely for a conquer calf. Oh, uh, for the injury. Yeah. Chucho Lopez. He suffered a fractured fibula, broken ankle. Essentially he'll be out for at least three to four months. But I think four months is going to be the max. He's going to be out for. And to use the Arvarela, I do not understand how this man is going on to complain with the referee to say, like, I didn't mean to do it. What do you mean? It got to the point that even what Cho was gonna butt heads with them, saying that you need to tell me that you did not do that on purpose. Okay, but and then for some and then for news, what the um sub eighteen for the Mexico national team, um three players from the Forza Vasquez did get called up. Those players are Esteban Lozano, Sergio del Le- 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 Los Rios, and the other player that did, that got called up. I'm trying to just look at Encarnet Campos. So three players that did get called up, which is. I see. I'm surprised to see that Luis Gutierrez from the sub twenty uh, from sub twenty is not on there because this kid's on fire from Fuerza Basket. I'm mistaken, and I think in the first game to see he got a hat trick, and I think from the game against Cruz Azul he can secure a hat trick. Could we ever see him in the bench or I América mean, Suburbs potentially next season? Who knows? That'd be pretty. exciting. Oh, okay. No, well, we're not. Just-
1: we're, we're not going to see him, AJ. I'm sorry, we got too many strikers, and there's no room for him. He's a <laughs> midfielder.
2: He's a midfielder. He he definitely could have taken Ale Medina's spot
1: and look how that turned out. <laughs> well, okay. That's true. That is true. Um, all right, well that's your updates from Coapa, straight from AJ and his uh looks like you're not focused right now, AJ. Oh come on. Tell, t- t- tell your camera to focus a little bit. <laughs> Uh, but uh, yeah, all right, let's move on into kind of the last segment here. Let's talk America versus Toluca, Toluca versus America, Stadium de Messio Diaz, a stadium where let's face it, it hasn't been the most friendliest of places for us to visit in recent history. Uh, we always seem to find, find a way to struggle in that, but no, uh, no scorching 12, uh, 12 p.m. sunny, uh. Brian for America in this one. It's gonna be at uh, 7 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, which is gonna I mean 9 p.m. for our friends over at uh, you know Central Time. No, excuse me, 3 p.m. Standard uh, Pacific Standard Time, 3:30 p.m., 5:30 p.m. Uh, central, and then six thirty p.m. eastern. I was thinking about the Toluca, I mean the um, Pumas game. That one's gonna be at seven, which is an odd time for a Sunday kickoff. But yeah. interesting. Like I said, no sun. That that's that's always a that's always a positive thing because I feel like America tends to struggle with that since we're so used to playing at night. Yeah. Um but 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 talk to me a little bit about uh, this game on Sunday, you know, coming into this one. I mean, Toluca sitting up in eighth place. I mean, you know, they're they're trying to secure their spot into the Ligia, and they know how important a win could definitely mean for them. They're at home, and yet America still wants to continue that good run of form. A.J., I know, maybe jumped the gun a little bit. Zlat still yet to surpass Piojo's record of, you know, the most manager with the most points. I think Piojo had 37. And, uh, you know, if America does win you know, they'd be able to get to 38 here. So I thoughts about Sunday.
0: Um, yeah, I think it's gonna be a complicated match just because the Lucas, they're an eighth, but they're also in a very kind of off form, not no wins since the beginning of March. Um, like you said, it's, it's not at high noon, um, which is a plus, but I still expect a complicated game. um, I think this will be a hard-fought match by Toluca because they're they're searching for points, uh, and América can't can't be sleeping uh, or have the energy that they had last weekend um, because they will they could get punched, you know, in the mouth on a, on a corner or on a, a counter rather. Um, so I, I, I expect it to be complicated. Um, just hoping that you know the, the the mindset's there because you know they are sitting very, very comfortable in, in second. Um, but a good result would, would, would really help them moving forward also. So um, hopefully that they're 100% focused on this, more so than the previous match.
1: Definitely. And if we were playing against Olympia, we definitely get punched in the mouth for reals, you know? Yeah. So that's something to keep a, uh yeah. But you're right, though. I, I, I think the, you mentioned something very... Um, that I didn't want to touch upon, the mental aspect of this, knowing that you sit comfortably in second spot. And I mentioned no one's taking that away from you by any means necessary. You've got that. You could lose these next two games and nothing's going to change in the position. But I think Solari wants to implement a mentality in this team that, hey, why not? Why don't we get the first place? You know, who knows if Chris who slips? You know, all we need for them yeah. is to draw. And then we're kind of in the driver's seat at that point, you know? And then you, you you want this team to continue that good run of form because then you know we know we know what this league is all about when it comes to playoffs. Momentum. Right? Yeah. Who's carrying it? Who has it? Who's coming into the EA with it? Um yeah. obviously it's a little harder now because you get that bye week because you know these teams are gonna be battling it out for the for this for their you know, ticket into the Liguea, into the playoffs. And I know a lot of people question as to whether or not that kind of hindered America whenever we had to play Chivas last season. Um, but I think Solari going to have them well, well maintained throughout that, that bye weekend. I mean, you're going to see it. Uh, hopefully on Sunday that the mentality is going to be the same. Go out there, play your game, secure all three points, you know, you got a chance to go down in the history books. So why not take the glory of it? You know, and, and, and you mentioned that Toluca is not an easy rival. I mean, Sure, you know, they, they hang on to whatever they can make uh make happen for them, but it's you know, he's still a dangerous player, and I you know they have plenty others as well. Uh AJ, what are you looking forward to in into this game on Sunday?
2: Uh I'm just looking for uh, a mega to just bounce back from that for that boring game that was against Gusasu. And you know, make history in this one. Solari, if he wins in this match, he breaks Vampiros record for the mo- for the most points by a manager. And I shirt, if I'm not mistaken, he has 37. We currently have 35 points. And that's actually in his first season as well, which would be amazing to see. But for this America shot, just go guns a blazing. Take the game right to Toluca. But as Brian did say, Toluca is not an easy team. And I remember from past seasons, Toluca always been a team that likes to score early on. If whenever they happen to just score early on into the game, they got the momentum to them. So, look at despite them not playing well the see they do have one player that's trying to take the to just to secure the spot in the rep and get into the league, and that's Alexis ganello he's got 10 goals he's got 10 goals this season the spice team being at eight he's doing everything that he possibly can to backpack this team and take them to victory, and that's one player I would look out for. At least Ganillo, and I feel like if America's defense can definitely secure him from there on, the midfielders and the forwards up front—they know what they gotta do for America, and that's to score of goals, free plays, and get the three points that's necessary in order for America to keep. To who knows? They could battle off for first place. They definitely still have a chance. course just gotta slip up. If not, make history. It's good, and it makes Andre look really good as well to see what he has done with essentially is a squad that mostly still consists of Biel's players and he changed them around completely.
1: Definitely and it's an interesting thing to note that this is still Salati's first season and, yeah. and 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 you kind of forget where the team is at at the moment. Sometimes you kind of or well, at least for me personally I I, I, I you know I, I don't really look much at the table I'm just kind of focused on what the team is doing out on the pitch. And yet you you know you still see that there's still to there, that there's things to work on but Brian the results have been there even though they haven't been pretty. So that he's sitting at a very comfortable spot in a place where maybe not a lot of people expected him to be at. No, I
0: for sure. I mean, you can see it that uh, when, when they are clicking there, there's a different feel to the team. Um, I would hope that as we get to more important, you know, playoff games and, you know, hopefully again, you know, conquer champions, more important games there. You start to see that, um, that identity that we've been talking about for so long um, really click where it's, it's more than just, let's get to a spot where we feel good. And it's now let's implement everything that we, you know, we want to do and really just show, show up the opponent. And that's, that's the goal. And I think they can do that. Um, Like I said, it's going to, I think we're going to see that build a little bit still. um, But I think it's in there. I think the team is, is, is buying into what Solari is, is is selling and um, they're trusting him. And and that's all you can ask for. And like we're saying, this is, this is close to history as it is. Um, Let's see when, when they're ready to turn that next year. Um, Is it, is it there? And I I think it could be, I think it could be. It definitely can be. And then
1: question is, you know, will we see this team go for it? I think that's the real question we're going to get answered on Sunday. I will talk about starting 11 and and, and kind of predict it. I know that uh, Christian's usually the one to do this, and I'm going to be as bold to be the one to make it today. Um, but I'm going to go with Ochoa and net. I'm going to go Jorge Sanchez on the right, Luis Fuentes on the left, and the center back partnership. I think we're going to see the dynamic duo of Bruno Valdez and Emanuel Aguilera. And then uh, we're going to see in the midfield... Richard Sanchez with Pedro Aquino, which I think is starting to flourish and look even more of a promising midfield right there. At Cam, we're going to see Fidalgo. And then uh, up top, we are going to see Linus on the left, Cordoba on the right. And if a miracle happens and Henry is good to go, we see Henry start. But if not, you'll see Roger Martinez start in that uh, center attacking position. Um, what do you guys think? You guys like to start in
0: 11? Yeah, I mean, I, I can definitely see that, but I could also see, um, I could see Bruno still not making this game. Still, uh-huh. I, that's a possibility in my in, in my mind that he's just really just waiting for the right time to make sure he's fully ready to go. Um, but other than that, yeah, the, the lineup sounds good. That's definitely enough talent and hopefully enough cohesion to to make a statement on on the road. Yeah, AJ.
2: Uh, my group. What the surprise you put Cordova on the wing? So you better not start complaining if this man does not come up to perform, which I'm sure he will. But if I, if my timeline is not consistent, if of you complain, then something's wrong. So,
1: I've I've calmed down on the Cordova stuff.
2: Okay, <laughs> I
1: but I think it's because of his own merit as well. You know, I, I I think we've seen a much better Cordoba. Uh, unfortunately, I, he hasn't been playing because of the injuries, and I mean, you saw them. You know, the big step he got mid midweek, and so that kind of kept him out of the, of the game against Cruzul, which I think we desperately needed him. Um, I think when when him and Fidalgo start, you know, playing one two balls with each other, yeah, you see you see something spark right there with America.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and so hopefully we see that on Sunday against Toluca. Um, but yeah, I've calmed him down a little bit because, you know, Cordova's doing, doing all right. Doing all right. But here uh, he comes around.
0: And we're seeing that connect with, with the midfielders, Richard, Aquino, where um, he, he, he has more confidence to, to do his job, where it's not a lot of let me drop, let me drop, and then have to run up and down the field the, the whole game. Uh, when, he, when he is feeling comfortable in, in, in contributing the attack, I think that's when you see the best of, of Cordova.
1: Definitely. Talk about someone that was dropping back and defending. I've never seen Roger track back before until Sunday against <laughs> Cruz Azul. Never, never knew he had that capacity in him. Yeah. Uh, Chris saying, you need Bruno to stop Canelo, in my opinion. Hopefully, George doesn't continue his bad momentum and get burnt by <laughs> Samuesa. I mean, they, if, if, if he does... That, I that, hope that's he doesn't get burned by him. That. No, that's a huge oh, sign wow, of concern. Wow. He should definitely have Samuesa in his pocket. Um... But look, you know, I, I see Bruno in this because of the set pieces. We know Sambuessa uh, and his assists. Um, so Chris, maybe you know, pointing out some good stuff right there. But I think Brian, you're right. You know, we know Solari. He, he he's the type of uh, manager says, "Look, I'm not going to risk a player for no reason whatsoever, unless it's like a final or something." Right. Um, so I think he's he's taking well care of his team, and I think you've seen it. I mean, Brian, how many times have we come on this podcast years? passed and said you know we're we're cursed with injuries and, and and how many times can we not have a full squad and this and that and yeah. still we're not we're lingering with these issues still but it's not like it's not like last season when we had four or five players out
0: yeah we lost COVID so that's been helping
1: <laughs> yeah yeah that definitely has been yeah. uh which by the way now you mentioned that um I know what Charles was talking to the press about this um the possibility of players getting vaccinated here in the states I think that's something that they're going to be talking about. Um, you know, the, the, the team with the league and, and, and all that stuff. And, and so hopefully, you know, that spells for a possible brighter future for the league and, and fans returning because a lot of people are questioning when fans are going to return to the Azteca, yeah. um, which will still be a while people, um, things in Mexico city aren't looking as bright as other places in, in Mexico. And roughly so, I mean, you know, it's, it's the epicenter of, of, of Mexico. Everything comes in and out, out of there. Um, but yeah, I thought I'd mention that. But yeah, no, I mean we have a much vast squad now that, that you know we don't have to linger with so much of these injuries and stuff like that. Yeah. Um and hey, we'll have to wait and see. But yeah, this toluca matchup it, it, it pains for an interesting game because like I mentioned, uh the style the Messi there has never been an easy place for us to go to. I mean, I remember waking up Sunday mornings and then and, and, you know, getting ready at ten o'clock and, and then seeing like, oh man, you know, what is this game gonna tell? And it was back when America, you know, only had Ochoa and and Salvador Cabañas to pick him up from the drought and maybe a Ángel Reina whenever he felt like it. And so those those games were never an easy one. Um, but we'll see what this one comes up to. I mean, you're you're right, you know, everything paints for America to come into this one and dominate. Um, but I think that's the one thing we need to see that mentality still be there, right? You can sit comfortably and lose these two next games and saying, look, we're just gonna play it easy, not try to risk anything. But if you go out there, you demonstrate it. AJ, like you mentioned, you take the game to Toluca. And 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 you know, an early goal can open the floodgates here, as we know. Um, I just want to see an American side that can potentially score more than two goals. And and I say it again, and I've only seen it twice this season against Chivas and against Tigres. Um, and funny enough, they were both on the road. So mm-hmm. If you get to do this again against Luca, we'll, we'll you no know, see what you can manage on this one. But um, well, we'll see. But uh, anything else to add on into regards to what we want to see out on the pitch, or maybe a player that you guys want to see maybe step it up a little bit?
2: Uh, I'd say just as a joke, and I think I said it before the podcast. We're gonna see Brian's look like on the pitch. The lady X is gonna get the game winning assist or game winning goal. Ale Medina. I want to <laughs> see what he can do because. So many people talked about, can we bring to America? Ends up being alone. They're like, okay, let's see. We see him in preseason. They're like, why we brought him in the first place. Who knows? Maybe it's his time to shine. He did get, what, two minutes, I think, against It was or something towards the very end. So who knows? Maybe. I'd I just like to see him for the joke. See what he can actually do against his um forward team.
1: Okay. Interesting.
0: Brian? Well, uh, if Roger plays, I want to see... I don't know. It's just he, to me, he's so hit or miss. Uh, if, if, he, if he plays, and I want to see him on fire, I want to see him really taking, you know, just more smart plays mm-hmm. overall. Because we know he can, he's got the balance, he's got pretty good dribbling, but um, yeah, I want him to feel confident and maybe maybe hit the back of the net.
1: Yeah, no, definitely. EA, by the way, how's how's Roger Martinez still a three-star skill move player? Come on, i <laughs> him up to four. I'm tired of emailing you
2: guys his highlight reels. <laughs> why, not, why, not, why not Why not five? Make it like, make it like Mickey Arroyo. I think I a five-star skill and a four-star weak hood. Why not
1: that? Definitely be OP in, in uh, <laughs> Ultimate Team.
2: That'll be the reason scouts pick him up from Europe, because he has a good <laughs> Ultimate Team card. Y'all sign him up, see what we can do in real life.
0: It matters, EA. I mean, come on. Help us out. Yeah. These things matter. Look.
2: I, <laughs> mean, hey, I mean, hey. Brian, Brian had the report about Chaka Rodriguez's own um, ring. He's like, see me in my office, EA Sports. Oh, oh
1: my Lord. <laughs> <better>. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> you know the only reason he got that high is because of that partnership with EA. Davis
2: had. That's the only reason he got That's part. true. Uh-huh. Because I think they're one of the few teams I like, I can't remember if it's in EA that actually have like their official stadiums. at on the Estadio Estecas while I think on um, the Estadio Universitario, and I think the on um, the Estadio Olímpico for Pumas. I think like the only three teams in the league to have like their actual stadiums in game. So probably that's why. Puma's, I'm fair,
1: not Pumas not yet, but I know the didn't oh? have theirs. I could have sworn Pumas.
2: saw um, one.
1: The the, the generic looks just very close. That's all. The generic one looks very close to it. Um. Uh, but yeah, look, you know, people saying, you know, George Sanchez needs to have a good game. Um, you know, someone said, <laughs> I, I doubt Alan being a place to be honest. Um, but we'll, we'll see. We'll see. All right, gentlemen, is the part, uh, my favorite part of the episode here where I ask whether or not, are we going to bet the house or are we betting the toilet, AJ? Here, I want you guys' predictions for the game on Sunday. What are we betting, AJ?
2: No, let's bet the house. We're going for history right here. I, we, I did say bet the house last time, but it, we drew. Nothing happened. Oh, we didn't, we didn't lose the house. <laughs> no, stop. We didn't lose the house. Still here. So, yeah, bet the house against the Luca.
1: Bet the house against the Luca. All right, Brian, what are you saying? I'm going
0: to go... Um, I think we're going to see a surprise. I think we're going to see an early goal for America. Oh, and I think they're going to manage that for the mo- for most of the game, but I think they're going to they're grab another one. So, I think, I think it'll be 2-0 America.
1: Oh, I love it! I love it. That that a clean sheet is always my favorite thing to hear. Oh yeah, there you go. <laughs> Definitely. Uh, Jacob saying America three to one. We know he's going to be betting his cousins again, so we'll see <laughs> uh, how that happens. Um, and I'm going to go with a. Um, I'll go a little bit optimistic here. I'll, I'll go with the 2-0 as well, Brian. I'm going
0: to say 4-1 like you usually do.
1: <laughs> oh, no, no. I said, I, said, I said 5-0 for the Olympia game. Oh, yeah. Ivan, Ivan, who usually is on the chat here, he messages me. He texts me. He's like, I
2: thought you said 5-0, dude. We were all clowns that night. Let's I think Dylan was the clown. I think he was the one that did say I think it was like a draw or something. I can't remember what it was. Well, if it I was FIFA
0: on, and, and they had more <laughs> consistent reps, it was. Yeah
1: yeah no I, I i definitely see it um someone said interesting you know they see that fidalgo could score one and roger scores two. jacob well, that's one thing that's my one roger.
0: criticism is his, his shooting has been
1: it's been, impressive. It's, it's been
0: now, now his control like i said his change of direction has been really good and you know getting to find find players but he's got to hit one
1: uh, yeah. uh on target one of these days definitely I, let's, I, who knows it might be Sunday who, um,
2: Fidalgo? yeah Fidalgo yeah, uh, yeah. A into the,
1: into the uh, next city
2: yeah, I, I, just I just can't believe how he missed that that sitter against you not even a sitter it was like an open shot because he knew damn well that Goku was like I give up he's like take it that's all for you if Fidal somehow launched it off yeah, yeah
1: definitely Jerry's saying in the toilet but America wins it 2-0 oh 2-0 huh to Everyone's
2: going that. for clean sheets I didn't, I didn't mention mine, I'm going 3-0 actually We're going three zero. Wow. back to the old ways 3-0,
1: oh. back to the old ways Alright, bold, very bold prediction here. Well, I mean, not the only one Chris saying America 3-0 as well Look, a Fidalgo goal is all we want at the, by the end of the season, right? Let's just have it, have it be that way um, But things are looking promising for Fidalgo a, a, a lot of heavy rumors saying that America is going to uh, Actually go for that buyout clause And, and actually have them stay Um and he's you know he's a he's a he's a very smart kid. He's he said you sit down and listen to his interviews, he says all the right things. He's very well spoken, very well versed. Um, which is why I think a lot of the Americanismo is actually kind of you know falling for him. And then uh well we already know what Christian thinks of him, right? He has a little shrine of him at work and everything. Um but yeah, no, that that pretty much does it here. Anything else, gentlemen, you guys want to add on before we kind of wrap it up? Uh
0: no, I just hope you know they're looking good and then they're going to play a really, really important game against Portland. Cause that's not, that's not going to be easy either. So hoping that they go in healthy, come out healthy as much as possible. And we'll let the, let, let the games begin from there on out.
1: <laughs> yeah. It's, it's crunch time. It continues to be crunch time for America. Although it feels nice to know that America is going to have that extra day of rest, especially uh, after the kind of long week that we've just had. So it, it's nice yeah. to know we play on Sunday uh, and you know, well, we'll be back next week to talk about Portland. We'll talk about the Classico Capitolino as well. So you guys don't want to miss that at all. We'll be back again Tuesdays at the usual time, 7 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Uh, Brian, thank you so much for coming on, man. Uh, always thank nice you. Thanks for having me. AJ, as always, my friend, thank you. I know you're a busy man.
2: <laughs> yeah, just it's crunch time for me and God's actually I just got assignments, papers and exams like left and right. So. You're right. It's always it's always good to have here just one hour to get rid from the real world and just talk everything to America. So
1: definitely, if you guys don't know, AJ's final exam is going to be fifty Pilates and forty five. <laughs> 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 uh, wow. So we're gonna we have to find a way to live stream that. Maybe we can get that going to see if AJ's gonna be able to pull that off. Um, send him to the Olympics if he does. But uh, again, thank you to everyone that came out here and 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 talked all things America. Jerry, Jacob, Chris, uh, Leo, all of you guys. Thank you so much. Uh, again, means the world. Test. We'll be back next week to talk things. All things uh, Las Pelotas de la America and AJ. will be back this week as well to talk uh, America family Finally, mm-hmm. not a bad game against Monterrey. But we'll talk about that throughout the week. All right, then. You guys have a wonderful time. We'll be back next week. Uh, please be safe. Wear your masks. And as always, Arriba America. Good night,
0: ladies and gentlemen. This was another production of the Eagle Eye Podcast, the number one source for all things Club America in English.